How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. Hello and welcome back to the GC Sunscast, the longest running Gold Coast Sun Show on the interwebs, brought to you by our Patreon sponsors, Dale Snelling, Jack Studd, Paul Vosti, Robbie Fiorini, Brody Burgess, Kate Kelland, Tom Kim, Chris Moore and Tim. Help support the show by heading on over to patreon.com forward slash GC Sunscast, our YouTube page, Facebook, Twitter, just Google the GC Sunscast and support the show on any of those platforms Uh, we're also available on spotify google podcasts apple podcasts uh basically wherever you like to get your podcasts from we are there so like subscribe and comment to help others find our little community but that's enough of that i'm your host shane and this week's episode of the gc sunscast we are going to talk about what's been happening in the off season for the gold coast suns preview the AFLW season and look ahead to the round one side for the AFLW team. All that and more coming up. Let's start the show off with some news. The news over the off-season, Reese Shaw has joined the Gold Coast Suns as a development coach. Now that's a big coup for the club. The former North Melbourne senior coach struggled with mental health and the pressures of the AFL lifestyle as a head coach this year in, or last year in the COVID year that we had uh, but seems to be making an immediate impact with the playing group we'll discuss this more in a future episode uh, as we look more towards the men's side later in the off season uh, jumper numbers have been announced Greenwood moves to number one Atkins will take number two Markov joins the club with number 17 Townsend will take number 21 Davies, number 35, number 33, Hollands, 36, 38 to Nichols, 40 for Jeffrey, 45 for Toey, 47 for Ace. Kurt Tippett has joined the club in a mentoring capacity to help our key forwards develop. His close relationship with Stuart Jew over in Sydney has convinced him to come and spend some time at the club. Uh, It's going to be very valuable for a few of our key forwards. Tippett has gone through a similar pathway as to some of the academy players coming up from a different code, playing basketball, and switching over to the AFL. So that's going to be helpful for some of those players. And the original two-game trial match planned in the AFL men's has been scrapped in favour of a single-game uh, which is designed to reduce travel times ahead of a likely affected COVID season. So watch this space on that. Now let's turn our attention to the AFLW 
season with the Gold Coast Suns campaign kicking off this Saturday at 3pm Queensland time, I believe, against Melbourne at Metricon Stadium. Before we jump into fixturing and the round one team, we will just touch on some sad injury news. Jackie Yorston has suffered an ACL injury in the off-season and will miss the entire 2021 campaign. Um, She has been replaced on the list with the supplemental player Georgia Bevan, who played 13 games for Adelaide over the last few years. And also another injury news, Hampson will miss round one with a foot injury. It's something that the club is managing and hopefully we'll see her back soon. Now, the fixture was announced... I think months ago now, but they've had a a late change with all the COVID stuff still happening in the country. They've decided to reduce travel times. So our first two games, which were scheduled to be against West Coast and Adelaide, have been changed to Melbourne and Collingwood. So the Suns take on Melbourne this weekend, as I mentioned just before with their round one team already being released and we'll discuss that later and then they will go on to play Collingwood, Carlton, St Kilda, Brisbane, GWS, Richmond, Frio and North. Now it is a 14 team ladder and the top six will progress to a finals series. So hopefully the Suns can be fortunate enough to make finals like they did last year. However, I'm not overly confident that would be the case. And we'll get into my predictions later. But uh, one of the games I think is going to be a must-watch game is the Q Clash in Round 5 against Brisbane, obviously. Last time these two teams met in uh, for Premiership points... It was a draw, so a classic game to to watch and hopefully our Suns girls can provide a bit better support than um, what they produced against the Lions in the preseason practice game. That practice game, Brisbane won 6 goals 7.43 to the Suns 4 goals 2.26. However, a lot of position changes happened. Uh, Kalinda Howarth was thrown around and on the ball. We saw Sam Berger go forward and uh, kick a goal. Just a lot of experimenting with players. However, one of the standouts from that game has, well, quite a few actually, have earned themselves a spot in that round one team. So let's get into that. Uh the back line will have Jade Progelli, Lauren Ahrens, a new recruit Bess Keeney for her first game of AFLW. Serene Watson returns in the halfback line with another first gamer, Daisy Darcy. Those two both impressed those first gamers in the practice game. So Bess and Daisy looked really good off halfback and will hopefully provide a, a good spark and rebound for the defence. Now, as we move into the midfield, Cheyenne Hammond, Hannah Dunn, our new captain, and Madison Levi. Levi is another first gamer, 
and she will provide a, a good rotation there as she probably floats forward as well. Uh, half forward line, we've got Kate Sermon, Paige Parker and Sarah Perkins. Sarah Perkins is a new recruit that we drafted, but she previously played for Adelaide in, um, I think it was their premiership season. Yeah, 17 and 19. She's been elevated to the leadership group after one only one off-season. So she's become a bit of a, a strong figure down there, a leader. And she's probably one of the favourite players I'm keen to see for the Suns this year. See what she can do. Hopefully provide a bit of stability down in the forward line. Another option. We know it was tough last year with... A lot of focus being on Britt Perry and Kalinda Howarth. Uh, but hopefully with that extra target down forward, we can kick some goals. As we continue in the forward line, Britt Perry and Jamie Stanton round out the on-field forwards. We have Lauren Bella in the ruck with support from Alison Drennan. Uh, she was a recruit from St Kilda, one of the only trades that we did last season. Uh, so very interesting to see how she goes and Leah Kasler uh, is on the ball as well now if we move down to the interchange we've got a couple of more uh, first gamers in Anise Bradfield and Lucy Single they are joined by Dee Heslop, Sam Virgo and Kalinda Howarth emergencies draftee Janet Baird and Georgia Bevan the supplemental replacement player for Jackie Austin. So there it's a different side. There's at least seven, four, five, six. Yeah, there's at least seven changes from the side that took on the West Coast or Fremantle in the final last year. Now as we look to the games being played this season, for the first time in the AFLW history they're going to be charging entry fees for every single game of the season. Now, that entry fee is capped at $10. I'm not sure if that will be the case when it comes to finals as well. But bear that in mind. If you want to go and support the Suns girls when you go to the game, it's a $10 entry fee. And I assume with COVID and everything, they've got safe practices, which will most likely involve buying tickets online and then being, uh, dedic having dedicated seats for your ticket. I'm not sure how this COVID stuff is going to play into the season. We saw last year that they basically just cut it off after trying to rush a final series, and that didn't work out. It's not gone completely, and another outbreak or hotspot coming up could severely limit teams' abilities to... To, to play a season and especially if a single player in the competition gets diagnosed with it it could be disastrous so we're not out of the woods yet and it's I, I think it's very touch and go and that probably follows through for the AFL men's as well uh, we saw that the women's giant side had already had to move their training base during the COVID outbreak in Sydney but um, it's going to be interesting we you know, what does the quarantine between the states look like? At this stage, we're still yet to see much because they've adjusted the schedule. Um, 
the fixture to maybe not have the east coast sides travel west we we don't really know how that's going to look like um wa has been very strict on their two-week um quarantine issue and of course that goes with any anyone that's coming from one of these hot spots i don't think there's going to be allowances made for the aflw unless we possibly go into a hub situation so if anything pops up i'll be back with more news on that in the brighter news we've got as i mentioned before a new captain in hannah dunn she is joined by co-captain sam virgo and progelli joins the leadership group so a bit of a change up in leaders there I still believe Jamie Stanton's in the leadership group. She was fantastic last year until she got injured. So looking forward to seeing her uh, dominate again and provide that leadership. Uh, Most excited player to watch in 2021 AFLW. I'd have to say it's Sarah Perkins. A lot of people would probably go Howarth. But um, I'm really interested to see what Sarah can bring to the table. Uh, She was a a strong key performer in the Adelaide side of a couple of years ago. Maybe a change of lifestyle and being a target at the Gold Coast Suns allows her to thrive. So watch space on her. She's become a cult hero already at the football club. Now, ladder predictions. They've merged the ladders of the conferences this year. So it's a single 14 rank ladder six to make finals i'm gonna go out and say considering the suns only had two wins last year and the draw i'm going to go ahead and say we get four four wins this year i don't think four wins is enough to get into the finals it could very well be but it's sort of on the edge on the cusp of finals and that's about where I think the Sun side would finish. So my prediction is they will finish in eighth position. Leading goal scorer for the Suns, I'm going to back in... No, no, I th- I'm going to go with Britt Perry. Uh, not being the key forward target that she was last year because Sarah Perkins should probably take that position. I think Britt Perry's going to thrive as she doesn't get the best defender every week and she'll be able to not only provide a target to kick goals but get some sneaky goals in as well the best and fairest winner i think is going to be leah kasler having the captaincy removed from her frees her up and she'll be able to really assert herself in that midfield and around the ground as needed so keep an eye on Kaslar as well. I think she'll stand out. Also, Jamie Stanton's a strong contender as well after her performance last year. Really looking forward to seeing what changes are made for the AFLW side with their strategy and their game plan. Last year, we saw it was very uh, tight, in and under, contested football. And I loved seeing that. But they struggled to convert on the scoreboard. And at this stage, I haven't seen anything in the single practice match they had that made me think otherwise. Um, But give it time. Uh, Hopefully the girls will find a way to score. Well, 
That's it for this episode of the GC Sunscast. Once again, I apologize that it's just me droning on here about football, but hopefully we'll have a guest joining me on the next episode, which will be in a few weeks, where we will not only recap the last couple of weeks of the AFLW, but also look ahead to the AFL men's competition as they prepare for the practice games. Well, that is it. Thanks for joining me. Go Suns! Have you been to Express lately? People can't get enough of their clothes. They're like insta-confidence boosters. The jeans come in a temp-control fabric that keeps you comfortable no matter the weather. And the t-shirts, hands down, they'll feel like they're made of the softest fabric you've ever worn. And get this, the suits have stretch and look sharp. Like, what? How do they do that? Everyone's raving about the newest looks from Express. Just check out the five-star reviews. See for yourself and shop the latest at Express.com and in stores. Have you been to Express lately? People can't get enough of their clothes. They're like insta-confidence boosters. The jeans come in a temp-control fabric that keeps you comfortable no matter the weather. And the t-shirts, hands down, they'll feel like they're made of the softest fabric you've ever worn. And get this, the suits have stretch and look sharp. Like, what? How do they do that? Everyone's raving about the newest looks from Express. Just check out the five-star reviews. See for yourself and shop the latest at Express.com and in stores.